with the Hall of Fame game in the books and now the Thursday night game, two games in the books, we're heading into a full weekend of NFL preseason action. And we thought we'd just spend a little time talking about what to look for in preseason games, as well as uh, what we learned from Thursday night's two games. Uh, it's a different thing to study during preseason. So it's important, I think, as fans to understand what to look for, what to pay attention to, and what not to. So that is the topic on today's Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. A reminder, you can catch our show uh, by subscribing for free, liking and sharing the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Also a reminder at LandryFootball.com is where you can get the best information on the college and NFL game from a coaching, scouting, and front office perspective. Uh, there are a lot of information out there, uh, very, very much uncredentialed information. We can provide for you the best information around inside information and analysis from um, someone who's been there and done that someone who has worked at the college and NFL level as a coach, scout, administrator, we can provide information for you that's better than anything else on the market that you can get. Uh, preseason games. Important to understand. Statistics don't matter. Um, how much a guy ran for doesn't matter. What you're looking or through for, it's understanding the process. Understanding a couple of things, that teams don't game plan for opponents in preseason. So what you're looking for is skill set. You're looking at comfort level of making decisions for young guys, executing. Um, it's the process that's important. The results are going to be a little bit skewed by the fact that it is not a normal game and it's not, not a normal process. So keep that in mind and understand uh, that whole uh, concept that is a whole lot different. So let's take, for example, some things that jumped out at me on uh, Thursday night and watching uh, the NFL games. Uh, and, and it's not about, um, you know, just making snap judgment. So, for example, C.J. Stroud, oh, he struggled. And, you know, under pass rush pressure, he struggled. Yeah, he did. What do you expect? I didn't expect him to not struggle. I didn't expect him to be able to, to be comfortable reading defenses at this point or handling the pass rush pressure. Is that good? No, but it's expected, and it's going to take some time. And in time, I think he's going to get better. So making snap judgments is not what you want to do. He is not a quarterback that's ready. He's not going to be ready whether he threw for 300 yards and, you know, one quarter last night or whether um, he threw five interceptions. It was not going to change that point. But I do think that what you have to take is what have you taught the guy to this point? And how did he respond with what you taught him? Then based on this, you're going to see how he adjusts the mistakes that he makes. That uh, makes a confidence level, the mental makeup, the physical skills are there, the intangible qualities 
certainly um, he has those, but how he adapts quickly and how he adjusts to what he's being taught and what people do against him is going to be really important. Some other things, just some observations that I thought stood out more than anything else. I do think that the Texans wide receiver Tank Dell is a, is a rookie, really did a good job um, of pushing the Patriots defensive backs back. He's 5'8", very quick. He gained separation. He caught five of eight targets, and he really showed a lot of explosiveness. He was a menace on short routes, got open off the line of scrimmage, um, thought he did a really nice job. Um, you know, I thought that he could, when you look at Nico Collins, Robert Woods, John Mechie, Noah Brown, I think he could get some snaps. I thought the Patriots, Keon White, defensive end, was outstanding. He was a second-round rookie, was all over the field, 6'5", unique athleticism. He overwhelmed the Texans' tackles. Now, again, that's a, all relative. Um, I thought he did a good job getting into the backfield. He's a physical specialist. He's uh, got high upside, and he's going to have to become more consistent. But, boy, he showed what he can do. I thought Anthony Jennings was outstanding um, as well. I thought the defensive tackle, Daniel Ukali, was uh, was really was really good in the game. Um, as I mentioned, you know, C.J. Stroud struggled. Um, not unexpected. Davis Mills ran the offense better because he's been in the system more. Um it's a rough one. There's no question against the pass rush in a real, uh, a real issue there. Um, in the second game last night, Seattle, Minnesota, I thought Seattle's rookies did a good job. The defense, um, you know, kind of picked off where it left off last year uh, for Seattle getting gashed up the gut. Um, now when you say, well, the starters are not playing. Uh, the guys that are on the field are guys that you're trying to determine who's going to be your backup. And heavy rotation, heavy depth are a big part of it. And this, to me, was a sign that Seattle's depth on the defense, particularly at linebacker, is not really good. Um, so, yeah, the starters didn't play, but these guys are going to play as well. And when they have to be forced into action, it's going to be um, – it's not going to be pretty, uh, I can tell you that. Um, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba was, wasn't prolific, but I thought he was solid. And I think he could be really effective alongside DJ, uh, Mac, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Zach Charbonnet, the running back, had a, uh, I thought a good job running inside, showed some uh, pass catching ability. Uh, the center, um, Oluwami, looked solid. And I think he can push Evan Brown for that position. Um, Derek Hall, the outside backer, showed some pop as a rusher. The defensive end, Mike Morris, bullied his way for two quarterback pressures. Uh, even undrafted wideout, Jake Bobo stood out. Led the Seahawks um, with, the uh, with I thought, the most productive uh, grade of, uh, of the guys out there that played significant snaps. This is, um, you didn't have Devin Witherspoon, who's uh, the top pick, who was, um, um, not available <clears throat> with a hamstring. 
if Seattle can get more production out of his rookies, you know, uh, they could be pretty good. Uh, the Vikings running back Ty Chandler got a heavy workload, uh, buying for the number two role. Um, fifth round pick missed most of his rookie season due to thumb injury. Um, I thought he did a really nice job. He, he can get north and south, patient, follows blockers. Um, with Alexander Madison in line to take over the starting job, um, it's Chandler Madison taking over depth for Dalvin Cook. So uh, those are some of my thoughts in uh, the games on Thursday night. Again, look for the games within the game. Look for the guys that stand out, that do things athletically, that show traits. Don't look at the overall production. Look at the traits because the traits are going to lead to the production down the road. The production itself is not going to translate from one week to the next, preseason to regular season. But the traits can and will. I also think it's important to look at the young guys. The the uh, guys that are taken high are going to make the team, drafted high. It's the mid and later round guys that might have the ability to help a team, help a team early and be a factor. That's what you need to look at, I think, uh, in preseason games. Um, so everyone's going to look, as will I, <clears throat> at the young quarterbacks and how they play and what job that they do. And, and all that's fine. All that's understandable. But it's a little bit overrated in terms of saying, well, this is this is how it's going to be. This is where it's playing out. Uh, don't, don't get overwhelmed with that. That's That's going to, I think, give you a feeling, well, he didn't play well in this game. Therefore, C.J. Stroud's not going to make it. Well, that's that's foolish. Um, whether he makes it or not, and whether he's successful or not, is going to be built around a lot more than what happens in one individual game. So understand that. Um, be patient with uh, your understanding of um, what's going on in preseason games. A reminder you can get more detailed breakdowns of the game of football over at LandryFootball.com. We're going to break down all the players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level. We got you covered at LandryFootball.com. So make sure that you check it out today. Take advantage of our uh, football season sale. It's the best deal that we've got going. Uh, it'll take you all the way through the season, break down everything that you need to know about the game, college game, NFL game. Uh, you name it, we got it for you. Also, a reminder to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple, on Spotify, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. It's always great to be with you. Enjoy the first full week of preseason action. A lot of games, a lot of fun. Uh, we'll be here to break it down for you at LandryFootball.com and on the Landry Football Podcast Network. So long, everybody. <laughs>